The ESPN San Antonio Audio Vault is powered by AA Best Bail Bonds. 210-225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, ESPN San Antonio proudly brings to you the best show in the world. This is Down for the Count. I'm your man, Brandon Big Poppy Medina. That is the dangerous Dan Cialana on my beautiful, I guess, right of the boxes here on social media online. Dan, is that what you are? I don't know where I am anymore, but I know someone who was at that event last night. That's right. I think one of the greatest, the greatest uh, AEW Dynamite we've seen so far. You might have heard of her, Brandon. Her name is Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, thanks for joining us tonight. What's up? Hey, okay. Okay, we can finally hear you now. Uh, but, oh my God, how crazy. We'll get into the whole everything that happened last night, but... I want to talk about something maybe a little bit sensitive for you. What's the deal with this Dr. Britt Baker? I noticed that you had to kick her ass just a Uh-oh. little bit more last night. Uh-oh. Listen, man, she's been talking all this crap. Like, she, because she's an AEW original, right? And I, I'm going to give her that. Um, but she just loved to, like, talk all this smack about how do, I don't belong here and how I, I am. I should not be coming back here and stuff. But, you know, the funny part is like, <laughs> I'm back. I keep coming back. You know. So I don't know what she's talking about. And um, like I said, she's just like, she's just so pompous because she's a dentist. And and like, for me, that's that's okay. Whatever you you went to college and did that. It's great, great. I'm really glad and happy for you. I went to college too, and I'm a social worker myself, so it's okay. Like I understand, but. I'm not afraid of giving everything I have to wrestling, and I don't think she is ready for that. I mean, she's still a dentist. You know, Thunder Rosa, I saw you a couple days ago. You were at the Salvation Army, you know, helping out the community. When's the last time that Dr. Britt Baker has given away food for people who has helped the community in this way? Isn't she a selfish person? I mean, she might be. Like, I, I, I think, you know. Definitely. I've never seen her doing something for anybody else but herself. 
All right, Thunder Rosa. So last night was was, was a, a huge show. Uh, you know, we we played that clip before the the show of Sting coming back. Did you happen to run into Sting backstage, or did they keep him kind of yeah, hidden? Was it kind of a surprise to you? I did. I looked around. Like I looked. I think it was like before anything happened yesterday. I looked in the back, and I was like, "Well, he looks familiar." <laughs> he looked. <laughs> And he says, oh, there's another painted, uh, face painted wrestler. And I was just like, oh, my God, give me a hug. Yeah. I told him, painted, gave me a hug, embrace me. It was That great. is so awesome. Great. Now, He's did they so tell good. you to keep it quiet? You know, don't tell anybody. You got to keep I, it on the down low. I Oh, nobody knew. I didn't know. Nobody knew. Like, this was, like, just a surprise for you guys to, like, anybody, like, any of us. Wow. Like, wow. It was yeah, incredible. I, it kept it so like quiet, and I, I, I was when I looked, I was like, whoa! And then when he came out, I was like, wow! You know, it was, it was pretty <laughs> dope. Yeah, no, it really was, and I think when you look at it, um, that moment right there, Dan, was not just an AEW moment. That was a wrestling moment. That was a moment for all fans. Obviously, Sting himself is a legend. Um, you know, I guess growing up. In that era, now that that's the talk of the town, you know, Thunder Rosa, whenever we're talking about Sting, what did you ever take from any of the old Sting matches or the persona that Sting brought to the ring that now you use in your own wrestling? You know what? I, I really enjoy, like, the the mystery of his character. Um, and, uh, like, in the later years, like, in the beginning of when he was, like, really uh, young in the business, like, I like his energy, the colors. He was very colorful. And, like, one of the things that I... I think um, like people like me um, will feel kind of like connected with is like sometimes you don't feel like those big companies give you the the respect that you deserve. Like he had such a great career, and I don't feel like um, one of the mainstreams I'm not going to say names uh, companies didn't give him the respect that he deserved as a performer and as a wrestler. He was a great one of the greatest ones, and I don't feel like like they give him that push that he deserves. If that makes any sense. It does. And, you know, Thunder Rosa, I think I know what your company you're talking about, but I won't talk trash here. I won't start rumors here. But I know one wrestling company that takes care of its performers. It's called Mission Pro Wrestling. That's your wrestling outfit. And you got a big event coming up December 11th. Tell us about that. Well, we're super excited. We have another show December 11th uh, in Buda, Texas at Pinballs. Uh, we have great matches. It's a lot of championship matches. And for the first time ever, we're going to crown our first ever champion for Mission Pro and that is La Abusadora from Puerto Rico, La Rosa Negra versus uh, the Unstoppable, Lacey Ryan. And I am beyond excited. I am beyond thankful for absolutely everybody that has purchased tickets, all our sponsors, um, and everybody that has come through for us. I, I know this is like a really hard time to run shows, especially with the situation with COVID, but we're doing it in a very safe way, in a, a safely manner. Like we're about to close the cell. The ticket sells this Friday because we want to make sure, like, we do as much uh, social distancing as possible. We're checking temperatures, and absolutely everybody in our staff is getting COVID tested, and our fans are wearing a mask all the time, and nobody's taking their mask off So we do, to make sure that everybody's safe. So we don't want to hear that, oh, my God, I went to the show and I got this. Uh, fortunately, the last two shows have been really good. Nobody has gotten infected. And like I said, we, we are safe, um, following all the protocols and we'll continue to follow all the protocols because we want to make sure that our fans and our staff have the, uh, the most fun, uh, fun and also that pinballs get, um, you know, business. Cause it's a very, very hard time for everybody. 
Now, Thunder Rosa, so last night on AEW, I mean, we had representation. We had AEW, we had you from NWA, and we had somebody from Impact Wrestling. And how how exciting is it for you as a wrestler, just seeing all these companies work together and knowing that among all these other companies, like even though you guys are competition, that you guys are still kind of like helping each other out? Um, it's really cool because um, now I feel that there is that real, it's become a real competition for between this, uh, these two companies, right? The biggest companies in the world. And, and competition is good because that means we have to bring our product up and like our, our, our performers are really like buying into it. And then we're, we're doing everything to like make, the, uh, make it work. And I, I, I love what we're doing, you know, working with like NWA, working with AEW and, and vice versa. And now with TNA, That's, I mean, it's really cool. Like when was the last time that we saw this thing happening? It's been a while. Right. But, um, I mean, as, as, as a performer in NWA and just, uh, here being working in, in AEW, for me, it's great, man. Like, it, it, it helps me promote NWA, helps me promote myself, and it just elevates me to the next level and uh, bringing more uh, pride to San Antonio, Texas. Now, yeah. speaking of bringing pride to San Antonio, Texas, you're going to be here in town doing a meet and greet December 12th at the wrestling shop. Are you saying that we can go there? And anyone listening can go there and actually meet Thunder Rosa in person, like, you know, from a distance, take a picture with you, or we can actually do that? Yes, you can. You, you, you can. So it's me, Red Velvet, and uh, Shaw Guerrero. And, like, Shaw hasn't been doing that. This is, like, she doesn't do like this very often. And she's a, a proud Texan, too. So you, you all should totally come. It's, it's pretty affordable. Um, and, again, it's a very hard time for all performers. So, like, for Red Velvet, for Shaw Guerrero, it would be great if you guys come and show show some love and drop a couple of dollars you know so uh we'll appreciate it very much and uh and, and yes we're super excited this is my first uh signing that i do in san antonio and i probably won't be my last one i'm probably going to bring be bringing more names once everything is like slowed down with with a pandemic but we're going to start bringing more women so you guys can can meet your your favorite wrestlers here in in, in san antonio Absolutely. So speaking of Shaw Guerrero, we're going to have her on the show next week. And this is Vicky and Eddie's daughter, of course. And so what is special about her? Like what for people maybe haven't aren't familiar with her wrestling career? What is Shaw Guerrero doing? Shaw Guerrero right now is taking back uh, her uh, wrestling career. Uh, she had a pretty bad injury when she was working at NXT a couple years ago. And um, and she stopped wrestling for a while. And then uh, she took on. Uh, ring announcing, and she's one. Of, she's so good as a ring announcer. I used to work with her in uh, Wow in Los Angeles uh, for two seasons, and I had such a great time. And she has such a great attitude about everything. And another thing that I really enjoy about her is that yes, she is a Guerrero, but she doesn't use that as like I am Eddie Guerrero's um, daughter. Like she works her ass off in the ring. I have trained with her um, here before, and she just wants to get better all the time. She wants to do so well for herself. And to me, I have so much respect for her, for her family. And, um, and I love working with her. I love being around her. She's such a positive person. So I'm super excited that she's doing this. And, um, and her husband is being really supportive with her, too. She's helping her with the training and everything and with her confidence. It's just really hard to come back from, like, not wrestling to, like, okay, now I'm going to have matches, you know. So she's going to be a ring announcer. And hopefully next year we can have her wrestling on our show. But, um, but, yeah, so we're super excited to have her. I'm super excited that she's going to come and visit Texas. 
All right, now Thunder Rosa, we look forward to seeing continued sneak attacks on Dr. Britt Baker and AEW. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe you can give us a text or something if it's going to happen. I mean, I know you can't do that, but uh, also we're looking forward to December 11th Mission Pro Wrestling up in Buda, Texas at Pinball's Kingdom. And also meeting you in person. Anyone wants to go at the wrestling shop December yeah. 12th, meet Thunder Rosa. <laughs> Thunder Rosa, th thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. And before I leave, I'm probably going to leave you guys tickets so you guys can raffle them. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! We will nice. have tickets for y'all. Uh, just pay attention and listen to the show because we are going to have tickets for y'all. Nice. That's what I'm talking right. about. We, we tickets, talk to Pleasure offline. Nice. Yeah, we, we, are, we, are, we are making big moves for the San Antonio wrestling community. Are we not, Dan Cialana? We are. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Thunder Rose, for joining us. Brandon, I always love talking to her. She's yeah, great. She's, she she she's, takes time for us. She was just on TV last night. AEW. She's big time. Still talks to us. She was just hanging us. out with Sting. She was just ha with me. That basically hanging out with Sting. You and I know Sting, right? That like we, that, yeah, that's how we kind of know down. Sting. Like we're kind of close with Sting now. Yeah. So just like so we you talked guys to somebody know. who talked to Sting last night. Exactly. Like, did you guys talk to Sting? No, we almost think so. did. Right? I don't we think almost so. did. So I feel like well, we're here now. When we get back, oh my God, after the break, we got to talk about this AEW show. Because like yes. I said, I wasn't just saying it because Thunder Rosa was on the phone. I think this was the greatest AEW Dynamite I've ever seen. And probably yep. even better than the last pay-per-view. I don't know. Maybe maybe so. Good it thoughts. is Down for the Count, your ESPN San Antonio wrestling show on 1250 ESPN San Antonio 94.5 FM. And on the go at ESPNSA.com. And now Omega, the challenger has an opportunity to do something no one in AEW has done. Defeat One-Winged Angel. One-Winged Angel. Shoulders are down. New champion. With the winner of this match. And new oh, Elite Wrestling World Champion, Kenny. Tuesday night. Tuesday? Dynamite's on Wednesday. This Tuesday, Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Me and Kenny will tell you all about it, Mark. And what the hell? We've just been jobbed. You've been jobbed. You've been jobbed. You've been right. We've been jobbed. What's Impact Wrestling? What is that? It is, it is down for the count. Your ESPN San Antonio Wrestling Show. I'm Dangerous Dan Cialani here with my tag team partner, the genetic jackhammer, Ooh. Brandon Medina. Oh, All right, <laughs> and we just heard a clip from last night. I, again, I think the greatest AEW show, um, Dynamite show, at least time? on TNT. Of all, of time, all time. Of all time. Wow. Of wow. all time. And even, even up there with some of the pay-per-views. So in a shock, well, maybe, maybe it was a shock to me. I don't know if it was a shock to you. Uh, Kenny Omega defeats... John Moxley for the AEW World Title. Brandon Medina, did you expect that? This was a long time coming. Um, I'm very surprised this did not happen before John Moxley was champion. Actually, uh, Kenny Omega coming into AEW, Dan. If you remember, back 2017, 2018, back to back number one wrestler of the year, back to back best wrestler in the world, uh, was tearing it down in New Japan Pro Wrestling with Okada, six star matches. I mean, he was basically the man around town the face of wrestling at that time 
uh, AEW comes in in 2019, and I fully expected Kenny Omega to be the champion. That's why we saw the first match be Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, the two biggest names in the company for the first title belt. John Moxley has had the belt for a long time, established himself as a main player, one of the top guys there at AEW. I think Kenny Omega, and Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like he kind of got lost in the shuffle there for a bit at AEW. So this really cemented him as a primetime guy again. I think so, and, and uh, if you notice from last night, e the commentators even used that as part of the story. They said that Kenny Omega, at least in AEW, has not lived up to the hype. And I know a lot of people, a lot of the, the real hardcore wrestling fans who have been following Ke Kenny Omega since he was in Japan. When yeah. AEW first started, they, a lot of those guys, they wanted Ken Kenny Omega to be the first AEW champion. But I'm glad that they made us wait because they built up credibility with the new AEW audience. Pe people like me, people probably like a lot of casual fans who maybe weren't familiar with Kenny Omega, really make him earn his stripes, make him really earn his keep around there. And so I, I think it was a great match, and I think he deserves it. I love how they've been slowly, very subtly making Kenny Omega kind of heelish over yeah. the last few months, a very soft heel turn, just getting a little bit little cocky, just getting a little bit arrogant, uh, just to the point where it's like, okay, he's still a good guy, but he's kind, you know, we kind of don't care if he gets his ass kicked either. So, And, of course, the big swerve, bro, last the night. The biggest story in wrestling right now, Dan. The biggest story in wrestling. Don Callis. Don Callis from Impact Wrestling, which is apparently is a wrestling company. We'll get into that in a second here. But uh, showing up, and then at the end of AEW, they do a promo, say, you got to watch Impact Wrestling, Impact. the competition, on Tuesday night. Now, my thoughts, Brandon, as soon as I heard that, I said, cool, now I can watch Impact Wrestling on Tuesday night. And then my second thought was, how do you watch Impact Wrestling? How do you do that again? Yeah. I think you have to, uh, I, I don't, okay, no, honestly, I, and it's something I feel kind of guilty about. I think on our wrestling show here, we don't talk much about Impact Wrestling. Only if no. there's like a scandal. And for me, the biggest reason is that a lot of our audience, I think, will not be able to find Impact Wrestling. You can't well, find it on to. TV. You know, it, it's kind of hard to find. And, and honestly, right now, without cheating, without looking on the internet, if you want to watch this show, Brandon, Impact Wrestling. Actually, let's ask Pleasure, because Pleasure doesn't doesn't watch much <laughs> wrestling. Not gonna know. Pleasure. Let's get let's give Pleasure 30 seconds. Figure out how you can watch the next I'm episode sorry, of Impact Wrestling. All right. 30 seconds. Okay, so I know I can find WWE's Monday Night Raw, and I know where I can yeah, find SmackDown. I know where I can yeah. find uh, TNT's uh, AEW. Mm -hmm. um, Impact Wrestling would yeah. be... Is that on True TV? Is that where the NCAA tournament takes place? Um, I think it's uh, on uh, the UPN network. Is it? Maybe. Uh, UPN. The, the WB, the WWB, you got five seven, seconds. The CW? You got five seconds. It's on the CW. Maybe it's on the CW. You know, I don't know. I actually, I, I heard, I saw on Facebook. On Hallmark? That you, can, you could watch it on the Twitch channel, Impact Wrestling. Yeah, you can. You absolutely can. That's not a joke, Dan. Okay, I've that's seen it real. on the Twitch channel. Yeah. Okay, so, but is that, do you have to pay for that, though? I don't know, Dan. I don't believe so. No. I mean, usually Twitch's, Twitch channels are Twitch streams. Twitch is like Twitter. It's the social media. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a stream though, Dan. So it's kind of going against all your values that you base uh, about streaming. So I don't know if you can go that way. Well, you would like it because hey, if it's a stream now, I'm there. Brandon would like it because Brandon likes anything that's free and streaming, especially if you're supposed to pay for it. And that's the thing too. I've seen like people <laughs> hype up like you know, Impact Wrestling had a pay per view a couple weeks ago, and it's really hard to get even me, a huge wrestling fan, to pay forty five, fifty bucks to watch. 
a pay-per-view yeah. of of a of a show that I can't even watch. But and stop I, and to be you know, they're on YouTube and everything, but still it's it's hard to find Impact Wrestling. Right, but you could just stop there, Dan. It's hard right now in 2020 to pay $45 for any pay-per-view. For any, you're right. You're right. It's 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 not the norm that WWE has made us feel now. It's the $10 a month the streaming service. So AEW is the standalone company doing that, and Impact Wrestling is nowhere near AEW's reach, at least to my knowledge, but they do have phenomenal people. I mean, the Rascals were there in Impact Wrestling. Now they just got signed to an NXT contract. You had you have Sammy Callahan who's still there. You had mm-hmm. Pentagon and Ray Phoenix that came from there to AEW. I mean, everybody you've seen on AEW at one point, at one time, including who we haven't talked about much, Mr. Sting himself, the legend, has been at TNA and has had a career at TNA. Impact Wrestling in general, sorry. So Impact yeah. Wrestling has been here for a long time and used to be the number two. I'm sure you remember those days. It used to be the the prime spot with WWE on Spike TV, I believe it was, with Kurt Angle and everybody. And it's 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 fallen short over the years, but it has a die hard fan base. You're right. And we you know, maybe as a show we can pay more attention to Impact Wrestling, especially now if there's going to be a lot of crossovers with AEW and Impact Wrestling. You know, uh the first segment we were talking to Thunder Rosa about how cool it is that basically three separate competing wrestling organizations were represented last night on dynamite we had nwa aw and also impact wrestling and it shows that in the wrestling world you can you can have competition but doesn't mean that you have to be enemies i know not every other company believes that way i not understand every that. other one that rhymes I, with wwe i but. understand that you know and but i it's cool to see that crossover because they realize kind of like that that saying about like a rising tide lifts all the boats or whatever. So it's going to be great for everybody. Was, that, a, was that a fortune cookie, Dan? What was I that? I think so. <laughs> Are you just saying that because I'm part Asian? No, I feel very Dan, uneasy listen, with that. Listen, I don't, I'm Filipino too. We don't I have completely understand, Dan. Listen, there you, there you go, then. You're, you're calling yourself out. Nobody, come on. Be true to your culture then, Dan. I'm, I'm very true. <laughs> you're very, you're very true and honest. However... I agree with you. I think what this is, Dan, is there's one big bully that we all know, right? There's one big bully, and he has yeah. been bullying kids for years. And at this point, all the other kids, Dan, that have just tried and tried again to be sitting at that popular table, they're walking up, and there's a a true feud going and a true tide changing in wrestling. We've talked about this numerous times, Dan. WWE is not good enough to just be good they're not they cannot just be the old wwe they they cannot be uh at at a stagnant constant level nxt is better than the wwe product that we see on monday night raw and smackdown aew is much better than the product we see on monday night raw and smackdown this is a real competition and now you're adding in impact wrestling nwa if i think the huge tie changer that would change the game is if New Japan Pro Wrestling became involved. Because although we don't get to talk much about them, New Japan Pro Wrestling has ginormous followers, including myself, has the Bullet Club still, has these huge stables, these huge names that people know and love. If you're a wrestling fan, that would be the big game changer. Until then, it's still WWE's uh, race to lose, really. And here's the thing with what AEW did establish last night on Dynamite. They established that you don't want to miss the regular weekly show because you never know what's going to happen. Someone from NWA might come in. Someone from Impact Wrestling may come in. And now, hey, maybe someone from New Japan would come in. 
or vice versa. Maybe AEW guys are going to go to New Japan and go to Impact Wrestling. So it's like saying, hey, wrestling is here and we should watch all the companies because you, except for one, <laughs> because you never know what's going to happen. You know, so I think it's really great uh, what AEW is doing. And man, just the just that entrance last night with Sting, there's not many wrestling like debuts that really shock me. And I saw like, okay, it said winter's coming and the music and everything. And I thought, okay, what random indie wrestler that I've never heard of is going to come out? And I'll have to ask my wrestling fan, friends who, who this is. You know, so. And then literally like I saw on the, on the Tron there on the screen said Sting. And I went, what? Out loud. I was genuinely shocked. I hadn't heard any rumors about this. This was exciting. No. And just minutes after Sting's debut on AEW television, AEW released a statement saying that Sting is... Uh, done a multi-year contract. He's it's not just a one and done. He's gonna be there for the long haul. We don't know what capacity. Um, according to WWE doctors, like he's not fit to wrestle, but maybe he's got different doctors and different uh, a second opinion at AEW. Maybe he'll be backstage managerial role. I don't know, but he doesn't look old. He doesn't look uh, washed up. He looks like he's ready to go. And I'm excited to see what AEW is gonna do with Sting. Absolutely. And I mean, you look at those doctors over there in Jacksonville, Florida. I don't know how much I want to trust them. You know what I'm saying? So maybe <laughs> maybe Sting was able to get the runaround on there. But no, yeah, seriously, Sting does look incredible. I'm excited. This is the first time, actually, I didn't know until you just told me that it was a multi-year deal. Yeah. Um, but there's not many more electrifying entrances than that of The Undertaker and Sting. And yesterday, like you said, that was a new Sting entrance. That's not what we're normally used to seeing. So that came as a huge surprise. And he does look fit. He does look great. And only a handful of wrestlers can come out, Dan. Just look at people, not say a word, not yeah. do a thing, and make the absolute viral sensation that he did on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram today. Now, another sensation after the break. You'll like this. You'll love this, Brandon. This we need best. to get be on our best behavior because we, we are going to be talking to the sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans from WWE. And I promise we will not ask her about, <laughs> about any of these controversies. We don't want... I'm sorry, Pledger. Pledger's, Pledger, I don't... I, Pledger. Pledger's upset. Okay, maybe we'll ask her one bad question, Pledger, okay? One bad... One question maybe. that will make sure that WWE... I want to be on her good side. I don't want her to get angry with me. She's a very nice lady, and I want to be very polite. The sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans, coming up after the break on Down for the Count, your ESPN San Antonio wrestling show on 1250 ESPN San Antonio, 94.5 FM, and on the go at ESPNSA.com. Slash Wrestling. The women's evolution takes another step tonight. Not only in WWE, but here in Saudi Arabia and around the world, an historic and emotional night for not only Natalia and Lacey Evans, but for women worldwide. Those two women accomplished something tonight that we never thought we'd see. Congratulations to not only Natalia, congratulations as well to Lacey Evans. Welcome back, San Antonio. Welcome back. This is Down for the Count. I'm your man, Brandon Big Poppy Medina with Dangerous Dancy Alana. And we have a special guest coming up, Dan. We have the sassy Southern Belle herself, Miss Game Changer, Lacey Evans. Right, Dan? We do. And, uh, yeah, I got a chance to talk to her this morning. Was on my best behavior, Brandon. You had to. Best you behavior. To. I didn't drink any beer or anything because apparently, like, be dangerous. 
I was a little bit dangerous. You know, I'm not even drinking beer tonight. My voice slurs more when I'm sober. So know that for next time. Anyway, so I talked to the sassy Southern Belle Lacey Evans this morning. This is what she had to say. I am very, very, very blessed right now to be talking to someone. I hope she doesn't think I'm a nasty person. Lacey Evans, how you doing? Probably better than you, How are you? I'm doing good. Now, we have Tribute to the Troops coming up this Sunday, and what a more appropriate person to talk to than uh, a Marine yourself. Lacey, why does WWE have this such a special relationship with uh, the U.S. troops? Um, because, you know, between our, the people at the top all the way down to our performers, our entertainers, we, you know, respect the military. We're thankful for everything that they go through, everything that they went through, as well as their families. So WWE really tries to give back to them in many ways, um, not only just through the many partnerships that we have, but a special one time a year where we not only just focus on them, but, you know, thank them and try to give them as much as we can and just show them the love that they show America every day. So it's just really cool that even in the times like these, that WWE is continuing to do what they can to give back to our troops. Now, Lacey Evans, how did you decide from going, going from kicking ass in the military to deciding that you want to go kick ass in the WWE? How was that process? Oh, I mean, it was very, very uh, out of the blue and very, uh, it just happened like literally overnight. Um, I was active duty. My staff sergeant did what I, you know, thought was backyard wrestling. And my husband, my daughter and I, we just decided that we'd go check it out one Saturday. And I, I mean, I completely, you know, fell in love with it. I was like, you know, I'd like to have a chance to get in the ring, even though I've never been in one, and put on a show for these kids that, you know, they don't have very much, and their their parents are at least letting them and trying to take them to these shows on Saturday to watch, you know, these performers. And I wanted a part of it, even if it was only a crowd of 10 people, you know, it's the babies that really got me. It was the young kids that, you know, you could just see it in their eyes, and, so I got in the ring the next weekend. I, you know, I got to be part of a sh the show, and within two weeks from that moment, WW, I was on WWE's radar as, um, you know, a possibility uh, to come to a tryout. And I mean, within six months, I was signed with the company. I believe it was roughly six months. Now, were a lot of the ladies in the locker room kind of intimidated by you because you had this like badass Marine sort of a background? Were they scared of you? I mean, I don't know if they were scared, but they were worried about, um, you know, because it's a dangerous profession. You know, what we do is, uh, you know, anything can happen, and you have to be very well trained. And so I think that they they were scared in the way of you have this, you know, United States Marine that has no idea anything about wrestling, sports, performing, and is about to get in here and get her hands on us. And so they were just kind of more so worried about my lack of training and the fact that I'm coming in hot. And uh, But, you know, I showed them very quickly that I, I work hard and I'm going to learn how to do this and protect everybody the way that I, you know, it was my job to protect those around me while I was active duty. So, uh, they, you know, they had their their nerves. <laughs> so one of my favorite Lacey Evans memories is, it seems like such a longer time ago now, but just last year in Saudi Arabia, Crown Jewel, you and Natalia were the first WWE women to ever perform in front of a, a crowd in Saudi Arabia. Like, take us back to that day. What was the feeling going to the ring and knowing that you're about to make history? Oh, it was emotional. You know, as a mother of, of a young lady myself, you know, just knowing the impact that that me and Natalia were going to make on the world 
um, that's like history making. And, and, and it's one thing to make history, but it's another to make history of these young ladies uh, be able to achieve their, their dreams. And, you know, as a hardworking woman myself who's been in, you know, male-dominated, you know, careers um, pretty much my whole life, I, I, you know, it was the eye-opening, like, feeling that, look, I'm about to help more women be comfortable chasing careers that were would never normally be looked at for a female and um so it was just it was just overwhelming and there's just so much emotion and i just was i was definitely blessed just to be chosen for that part now lacey evans we know you got a little bit of a mean streak uh, you know on the air and in the ring but i Kind of looking at your social media. Not a little bit, a lot. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. But you also have <laughs> I, I, this soft side and this inspirational side. And I see that in your YouTube show, American Brain and Bronze. So tell me about this project and uh, how do you want to use this project to inspire people? Well, you know, I love my job. I love WWE. I love what I do. Um, but there's a part of me that, you know, uh, for the longest time um, with WWE, like I am very, I'm a, I have lots of grit. I'm very mean. My job is to go out there and make people hate me, and that's fine. Um, you know, I'll tell them where to shove it also. But it's hard when, you know, you have you have to do this job as, as this bad guy that goes out there and, you know, kick butt and take names and tell the people to kiss my butt at the same time when deep down it's like I've come from a rough upbringing. I know what it feels like to be lost in, you know, as far as your career goals and your between drug addiction and depression and mental health within families and watching my own family fall apart and knowing that I single-handedly not only broke the cycle for my daughter, but I had to make decisions very young on how to continue to stay positive and how to continue to be successful and not just money. I'm talking about successful within mental health and be healthy and happy and learn, unlearn a lot in my life. Uh, I didn't have good role models growing up, so I had to be one myself. I had to recreate myself, and that's where the Marine Corps definitely impacted me the most. Um, but I needed to be able to use my voice um, also while doing my job as an entertainer, but to help those babies out there that needed to hear. You know, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your living conditions or what you're forced to grow up in. You can become anything. And I didn't have that. And so I'm constantly, or the parents, these decisions that, that their babies are having to see uh, that aren't getting the mental health needed, that there's just so many people that need to hear that side of, of things, especially now. So I am slowly but surely figuring out ways that I can continue to use my platform, not only to piss people off, um, didn't do my job, but um, also remind them what they're capable of regardless of where they come from. So that's kind of where I'm at right now is trying to juggle both and, and you know, make that impact on both sides of the spectrum. All right, Lacey Evans, we're looking forward to this Sunday on Fox Network, a tribute to the troops. It's been great having you. Thank you for talking to us nasties here at ESPN San Antonio. You're not welcome, honey. <laughs> All right, how about that, Brandon? Lacey Evans. Great stuff, man. Lacey Evans is at least very nice to you, Dan. So clearly you you have a way with Southern Bells. 
I think so. I think I was on my best behavior. I did not ask any offensive questions. I hope I didn't ask any questions to get her in trouble with her employers. I'm sorry, James Pledger is so upset. You see, because he's not the one who's going to get in trouble. He can just laugh at me when I get yelled at. And, and, and WWE refuses to give me interviews. Well, duh. Right. I'm trying to be a professional here. We okay. try. When. We try. We are we are sports journalists, as they call it. Uh, I'm a broadcast journalist. Yeah. So listen, Dan. We talk. We 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 get we get to talk wrestling every Thursday, and now you get to add Lacey Evans to a plethora of a beautiful list of famous athletes, famous wrestlers that we've been able to talk to, and usually they end up kind of maybe a little bit blowing up even more after they come on this show like mvp like thunder rosa i think we might be a good luck charm for many well i i appreciate you saying that it makes me feel good but unfortunately when you look at the record off the compile list but i'm pretty sure that we have almost 100 percent record of people who've appeared on our show have got on to lose their next pay-per-view match I got, I'll make a list. I'm pretty sure. Okay. It might be a seal on a curse. I don't know. Maybe it's a Medina curse. I don't a think James so. Pledger curse. I don't know. I, don't, I think if it is a curse, we'll just keep it as a seal on a curse. Just, just it's the curse general. of Papa Shango. That's what it is. That's what it is, Dan. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, you know, you look at this women's evolution in general, Dan, and it's it is incredible to see where we are versus where we came from. Um, you know, obviously, Dan, you know, you're older than I am, but but for me, 24 years old, just. Just 15 years ago, we were seeing the bra and panty matches. We were seeing the, 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 the pudding matches, the, the crazy, super gimmicky, uh, just horned up 13-year-old type of matches that just were not professional, showed no love to, 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 to anybody that's looking to wrestle for, as a female. It was very degrading, very disrespectful. And now, fast forward 2020 and even you know, 2015, 2014, I mean, the industry in itself has grown and has become so much more all-inclusive and i think that's a huge benefit to wrestling and to life in general absolutely and this is down for the count your wrestling show on 1250 espn san antonio 94.5 fm and on the go at espn.com slash wrestling i live a life that's full i've traveled each and every highway and more much more than this i did it my way yes there were times i'm sure you knew war games we gotta obviously talk about the uh the sad news we heard yesterday that the death of hall of famer wwe hall of famer Pat Patterson, uh, definitely somebody who, whether you know it or not, uh, has been part of wrestling history from from the early days. I mean, I've been watching wrestling for 30 years, and back in yeah. the day before there was the writing team at WWE, the writing team was basically McMahon, Patterson, and Bruce Pritchard. That was the writing team, basically. And so um, pretty much everything you've loved or hated in WWE in the last 40 years or so uh, has been... Uh, Pat Patterson has had his hand in that, so we lost him uh, yesterday. Uh, a legend, absolute legend, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, an absolute legend, an absolute game changer, an absolute um, just creative person in general. I mean, first Intercontinental Champion, the creator of the mm -hmm. Royal Rumble, as we know, and also um, just ahead of his time when it came to being you know, one of the first openly gay 
wrestlers in general in wrestling back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a, a, a huge trailblazer for wrestlers, for people alike. I mean, a beloved person. I mean, for me, it was it was it was rough to see. I mean, obviously, I never, you know, I, I wasn't in the 70s, 80s growing up watching Pat Patterson. But the Pat Patterson I did get to see was always loving, funny. Him and Gerald Briscoe were a huge part of that whole nineties, 2000s era. Yeah. yeah, the Stooges. I mean, one of the one of the biggest hits was the Stooges versus uh, what was it? The the what Street Boys? Uh, Shane's Shane the homies over the Mean Street Posse. There it goes. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think uh, when you look at it, I know I remember just crazy to to, to think about it. But I mean, I know mm. in the if if you go watch WWE Network, which if you don't have, obviously you should have listened to the show, but. Um, you look at it, I remember Vince McMahon saying, I believe the Stooges and the Mean Street Boys had one of the highest rated uh, segments ever in WWE history. No, it's true. It's true. And my favorite Pat uh, Patterson memory is uh, about 20 years ago at the Cow Palace in San Francisco, a very famous wrestling arena. Yep. It was a house show. And Pat Patterson, I don't know if they had the fill time or whatever, Pat Patterson came out to do a promo. And he cut a promo on the crowd and he almost started a riot. Literally in my entire life, it's probably one of the top five like heel heat of an audience I'd heard. I thought people were gonna kill him. He was talking about how oh, I've been I've been selling out the Cow Palace since the nineteen seventies and you fans are ungrateful. And he was so over as a heel being the stooge for Mr. McMahon. So it was great. It was it was a great moment. Again, it's just a house show. I just happened to be there. It's not on tape. But just being there in the fifth row and seeing Pat Patterson, even in his past his wrestling you know, time just just as a as a backstage person, be able to have just grab the crowd and be able to get that reaction. So, rest in peace, Pat Patterson. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I believe he was just recently a twenty four seven champion as well. So got one more championship <laughs> under his, under his belt too. So right. yeah, man, super super sad passing. Uh, it yeah. came obviously out of nowhere. But what's what's even more sad, Dan, is I think twenty twenty is bad enough as it is. But what we don't talk about enough, and I mean, this is for another show, but. Mm-hmm is when you look at it, Dan, wrestlers versus any other athletes versus any other sports seem to pass away very sudden and very quickly in life. Yeah. Uh, they do not have very long lives. So as much as many people want to make of it as a scripted, a, a fake show, a fake sport, um, these gentlemen are taking absolute uh, slams, hits, uh, bumps every day, not every Sunday, not every other day, every single day, 365 days a year. So yeah. when you look at it there's a reason why um a lot of these individuals sadly passed away early pat patterson is just the latest but i think we definitely need to hit on that sometime in the future absolutely rest in peace sir and uh moving on to this weekend brandon on a happier yeah. note uh nxt this sunday nxt war games this is the pay-per-view that makes me feel stupider than usual because i don't understand the rules like I there's, there's cages and there's like people come out of cages and then and there's two rings and the rings are yes. closed for some reason. Yes. I don't know what's going on. I never understand what's happening. I never know who wins until the the commentator tells me. But I always do enjoy NXT War Games and this is gonna be a a great one for you, Brandon, because first time the first time this person is gonna be participating, your football hero. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is going to be in NXT War Games, and hopefully he will get injured in real life. Oh, my gosh, Dad. Come on. You do not wish injury on anybody. I'm just kidding. I love love the the straight face. I'm just kidding, I guess. I guess. (laughs) 
This uh, is your but, hero, your favorite punter. I know Pat McAfee. He's going to be the star of NXT War Games. We shouldn't even mention any of their matches because all you care about <laughs> is Pat McAfee leading his team and defeating the Undisputed Era. No, absolutely. But I do think the Undisputed Era um, will become victorious. However, Pat McAfee is here to stay, baby. But when we talk about NXT War Games, what a fun, exciting event. Every year it seems to be getting better and better. This event has made stars. I mean, it made Rhea Ripley. It made uh, Dakota Kai and Kenneth LeRae. I mean, you look at it. Last year, Adam Cole had a crazy bump that took the internet by storm. Johnny Gargano's been in there. I mean, everybody's been in this in the, in this match type in NXT over the past two, three years, however long it's been going. Uh, you, I'm sure you watched one of the first war games back in WCW. How much has it changed and has it become more exciting, Dan, for you as a fan? You know, honestly, I, I need to go back and actually I haven't watched those old WCW ones. I was kind of a WWE fanboy, pretty loyal, but I think I need to do my homework before this weekend's you were war games. Loyal to WWF. I got to watch all those old uh, war games with like the electric chair and all these other strange yes. things and just the crazy stuff from WCW, the cheesy old war games. I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, on a serious note, the person who's going to come out as a big, bigger star this weekend at war games is going to be Shotzi Blackheart. Yep. Somebody there at NXT uh, likes her and loves her and Deserves believes in her. I think Team Shotzi is going to take it. I think Shotzi Blackheart is going to have, as they say, a rocket strapped to her back, and she's going to just have a great 2021. Absolutely. We're seeing another strap match, which we won't make any sexual innuendos into just yet. However, We like seeing wrestlers with a strap on. We do, we do, and I think the strap-ons need to stay, especially for war games. What a fun event. But, um, yeah, this is going to be Shotzi Blackheart's show to win and go off and become a superstar, but this is going to be an awesome event. It is all about the blood and guts that I love. Lots of tables, lots of chairs, lots of blood usually. If you're into violence, if you missed the ECW days, NXT War Games this Sunday is when you cannot miss. Dan Cialano will be cringing away, watching every drop of blood these individuals will be spilling. And I'll pretend to not like it, because that makes me feel good that makes me feel like i'm a good person that i don't enjoy blood even though i really do but i will pretend that i don't because it makes me it helps me virtue signal morally morally it makes you feel correct i understand absolutely that's all that matters perception not reality that is how people all think of you now dan the big question before we get out of here is are you more excited for war games than you were for survivor series Yes, because I'm always excited for anything more than Survivor Series. I'm more excited to go get my mail and to uh, vacuum than I was ever for so Survivor vacuum. Series. Wow. Uh, any, any, any kind of household task is more exciting than Survivor Series. Yes, don't even mention Survivor Series and War Games in the same sentence. It's wow. not even close. Survivor Series is kind of like a bad memory. Okay, understand. Well, besides TakeOver, War Games is the best pay-per-view you need to be watching this Sunday. It's good times. Good times, indeed. This is Down for the Count. That's the bottom line, because Down for the Count said so. Follow Down for the Count on Twitter at DFTC Podcast.